Hi everyone, Benedict here. Just before we begin, I wanted to let you know, because of my book launch that's happened this week, I've actually made my uh, first ever book free. So you can head to your local Amazon store now and grab your free copy of They Mostly Come Out at Night, and the link for that will be in the show notes. Guys, They Mostly Come Out at Night is the first ever chip um, I've taken into the setting of the Magpie King's Forest, and as the characters from my world start to bleed over into our Curse of Strad campaign, this free book could be a, a great way for you to get in on the ground level with some of the elements from my world that's going to start to appear in the stories. Also, before we begin this episode, uh, the last session that we recorded, I was experiencing some microphone difficulties, so it might be a wee bit difficult to hear me in comparison with other episodes, and for that, I can only apologise, and we'll be back to normal in a couple of weeks. Okay, thank you very much. Warning, the following may contain whistling kenders. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit-Faced... On the road to the village of Valaki, the group has decided to inspect a nearby windmill. However, as they approach it, the magpie Lord Talfarin set on fire yesterday reappears and turns into a very grumpy young man before them. <laughs> we all know not to trust, obviously, supernatural monsters in Ravenlock, right? So I think we're going into initiative to attack it. <laughs> attack the windmill. <laughs> we you going to joust? Tilting. Tilting. With tilt. Oh God! Terrible, terrible. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I I don't know how, how the rest of the party feel, but I mean, like it, it, we have been like relatively scolded away from this objective. We could just carry on and look for happier climbs. No, should we not like talk to the speaking magpie creature that's just <laughs> just listening to us right now? Well, I, 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 I don't know how you all like feel about talking birds, but I don't care for them. <laughs> no. I'm not a bird, you moron. I just happen to be able to turn into one. I'm, I'm really supposed to stay in bird form when I'm tracking you guys, but for goodness sake, like, how am I supposed to track you if you're dead? Why are you following us? And he, he mm. kind of rolls his eyes and... Until he's thinking about this, right? There's listen. There's only so much I'm really allowed to say. So, um, where there are people aware of you here, and I'm working for them to figure out just to keep an eye on you and to keep people informed. But we'd rather you didn't die, because it kind of ends the story, really. And then I've got to find some other job. That isn't particularly as interesting, but possibly less dangerous to my health. And he eyeballs I... uh, Lord Tolfren in particular there uh, when he says that last bit. Fireball! Uh, Fireball I, and I, I are well acquainted. Thank you. I, I, I think that we should we should listen to the parrot. He's, he seems like a very uh, you know, sanguine bird. Wow, a parrot. Brilliant. Well done. Parakeet? Good, yes. Just... Keep digging. That's absolutely fine. Uh, uh, some sort of dove? 
All right, can someone shut him up, please? Is this a, is I, this I, a possibility? We, we've tried. We've it's tried impossible. so hard. I only know four birds. Is he a duck? It's a, <laughs> it's considerably easier a few hundred feet above you, I will tell you that. All right. So if you can turn into a magpie... That's it. Well done, we've got it. We're making progress. Does that make you like a wear magpie? Wow. Give this guy an award, someone, please. What a genius. That is one of the stupidest things I have ever heard. But let's go with it if it helps you. Oh, he seems very aware. If, I mean, like, so an aware magpie makes sense to me. Right. Still a magpie then. Good. That's good. But then who, um, who are you working for? That's a good are question. Are you working for Strahd? He's not going to tell us. He already danced Strahd. around it. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, no. Uh, listen, I can't tell you. Okay. That much is clear. However... There are people who would like to speak to you. So, uh-huh. if you would heed my warning about this den of evil right behind me, and instead make your way to Valaki and the Blue Water Inn, um, I have been told to tell you this. <clears throat> Seek ye out the Magpie King. Okay. Are you, are, are you the Magpie King? Okay, that's almost as bad as the parakeet. No. Oh, I, I, oh, I don't know. You, you, you look very kingly. <laughs> okay. uh, Have you met me? You know, I... Yes? Uh, Lord, I, I shoot my cuffs and I, I sort of look at the others. I'm inclined to believe him. I don't think Strahd would accept such a chatty character in his employ. He's not known for it, no. Well, I, 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 sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with what the group think. I, I, he, he was a very, you know, unpleasant person. But uh, yeah, he makes a lot of sense. It is a creepy-looking windmill, and I don't feel the need to go and explore it. Is it a wooden windmill? <laughs> it is. Yes. And it's I, a den of evil. Oh God! <laughs> is this going where I think it's going, guys? I, I love a fireball over the mag, right next to the magpie's head by like a foot, yeah. straight at the windmill, and just start incinerating <laughs> okay. it. Okay, I. So the windmill's still quite quite a distance away. It's uh, I think you're you're long further away than your thirty feet. And, and My range is much more than thirty feet, actually. How far is it? Well, Let me check. <laughs> like, just, a moment of sanity. Like if it is like a a a a, a hornet's nest, maybe we don't kick it. That's, you know, that's we, a really good idea. I think we just walk away. If, if it's filled with something, for example, that flies and eats faces... My dear friend, <laughs> my dear friend, the accepted way of dealing with a hornet's nest is with a fireball. That's what I'm doing here. Therefore, your example, in this case at least, oh seems to indicate I should continue. No, no, I no. no another no, fireball. No. Oh, no, no, no. No more fireballs. We're still, we're still about half a mile away from the window. Master Suna like talks some sense to this man. He's trying to set the world on fire. Fireball range one hundred and twenty feet. You'd have to walk away back to get that. No, no, no. Well, well what if? But seriously, actually, I I turn to my companions and, and give you all a sober gaze and smooth down my walrus mustache and I say, "Why should we leave a den of evil that forces a magpie squire out of his?" Uh, you know, supposed mission to just observe us behind us, when I can burn it to the ground and rid this land of yet another noxious source of perfidy from a comfortable, safe distance. 
You all can stay back, and if anything comes, we can jump on our horses and ride quickly away, leaving it badly singed, but at no danger to ourselves. I think there are no drawbacks, and if anything, we're bettering the land. And anything that's evil probably serves Strahd, right? So this is an opportunity to maybe take out one of his servants. I say we burn it down, you know, structural fire style, and just get it done. I, I say that all those who are opposed jump on the horses and ride away now, and he can catch us up. For once, I like the bard's plan. And I can play a little the barbarian is against a little burning down of the buildings. What sort of barbarian are you? I, when a, I'm when a, a little shaken by the women's clothing incident. <laughs> I still haven't uh, recovered. You caught your strike. This could be an excellent opportunity to get back in form. Master Suna, what, what do you say? Do, do we do we continue or do we burn? Well, I think the whole point of us going towards the mill is that. If I can remember correctly, it's getting dark. It's and we're on the road. afternoon anyway, yes. And we probably won't make it to Velaki no, uh, before night no So what we were trying to do is um, find a I safe I can throw about place. 400 fireballs in under a minute. The time <laughs> is not an issue. No, but the, the reason why we wanted to go to the mill was because we thought it might be a safe place to hide through the night. So that's, you know, with the creepy encounter with Strahd on the street and all that kind of stuff. Um, but if if this turns out to be another Durst House incident, then maybe we should just back off and and um, take up a lodging place in the woods again, which yes. has served as well in the last, yes. last night. Hmm. And then I said we, we listen to the magic pork pie, magpie. We listen to the magic magpie <laughs> and continue on. We were also advised by um, uh, by the prophecy of um, Madame Eva that uh, we were to look out for a guardian dusted with snow. And perhaps this guardian is the one um, that the magpie says is the magpie king who we should s- seek out, maybe? Ah. Perhaps all magpies are crows dusted with snow. Oh, oh my God. Right, you take that back That's right very now. Take that back. <laughs> just rolls his eyes. He said, are you a... Are you a crow with an excess of dandruff? Is that what we're supposed to do? Oh my god, we're all going to die. Right. I, I don't even know how to respond to that without going <laughs> for your throat straight away. Lord Talfrin shakes his head sorrowfully and looks dourly at everyone and says, I cannot believe that my true companions would pass up an opportunity to destroy a den of iniquity at no expense to ourselves. But this is a democracy. I, what, is it a democracy? Yes. An oligarchy? What is Representative it? Let's, let's take a vote. Is it democracy? <laughs> no, it, Aye. It's, it, so I will turn my back upon this mill. And if it comes stalk us later, not the mill itself, but the people or the monsters inside it, and leads to our ruin and death, at least I will be able to experience a moment of schadenfreude as I gaze upon you all as we lie there dying with our throats torn out. You're a very strange man. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, okay, uh, so I think we, I think we were all agreed. We're going to listen to the the, the 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 nice bird, and not go there. Yes. I throw one last petulant fireball, then I get on the horse. Okay. Right. 
Uh, I'm not particularly partial to the horses that you don't have, but uh, I instead <laughs> I'm going to take on. I like how he invented them. He's like, yeah, we have horses. I was like, I'm going with it. Uh, I have a camel. <laughs> you guys have llamas. This is just Monty, very Monty Python. I've got a pair of coconuts. I'm just willing to improvise. Right. Um, please, please, in the future, refrain from walking into uh, instant death. Um, also, from throwing fireballs at things. That might actually be a right. I can't promise that. I cannot categorically promise yes, that. I will pass that on to whoever needs to know. All right. Um, Do you know what's in the mill, Mr. Magpie? Do you uh, know what's in the mill? I, there's a lot I'm really not supposed to say. I really wouldn't worry your head so that, that much. There are bigger problems in the valley. That's comforting. Yep. All right. Catch you later. And um, he kind of starts to fizzle up, and, and if you remember, it's, it's not a, a, a smooth transformation. Like parts of him seem to crumple up a little bit, and uh, like a, 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 a bag that's having the air inhaled from it, and the feathers on his cloak start to sprout, and eventually sort of shrivels up into this magpie and uh, sort of flies a, a couple of feet away from Lord Talfram's face, gives one squawk, uh, and then flies back up into, into the air again. Reflexive fireball. Like, <laughs> just like instinctive. Things uh, come at my face. I'm beginning to think he's a little incontinent. I mean, it's, 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 it's <laughs> like... It's... Um, as, as Mark uh, walks up to uh, Lord Talfram uh, and he says, are, are we going to trust this thing? Uh, do, do we trust this, this magpie man? Mm, well, at very least, we should investigate his claims further. He, the crow covered in dandruff does accord with Madame Eva's prophecy. And I really do not think Strad would tolerate such a servant. Uh, he would get himself killed within minutes by a dignified figure like that. So I, I think we might as well go into Velaki and, and investigate this inn and see what we may discover. What, what say you want? Ah, I agree. Like an inn means a show. It's, Entertainment. Yes. I see. <laughs> okay, uh, are, we, are, are we happy to, to head on then, back to the main road? Not happy, but <laughs> heading out. Okay, uh, so are we, are we going to continue, guys? On horseback. Uh-huh. So, uh, so... <laughs> is the, uh, as, as, as you continue, um, the, the road, if you, if you recall, had, although it had been heading westward when you first left the mountains, it's, it's heading north now. Uh, it's going to eventually meet with the, the eastern edge of the, the large lake in front of you. The, the sort of mountainous surroundings turn, uh, they become forested again, as you'd say, and on the slope, the, as the uh, sun begins to set further, the mists uh, that are ever pervasive in this land um, rise up and, and start to obscure um, surroundings. You get an extreme sense of, of deja vu returning. Uh, it's almost reminding you of your first days uh, in, in Barovia um, and certainly gets to the stage where um, darkness is, is not far away. So we should seek rest. The question is where? The Blue Water Inn. Oh, you are nowhere near Balaki. Okay. The best. Can best. I roll a. Yep. Can I roll a survival check to find a good defendive, defensive campsite? Certainly. Oh, that's a good idea. 
this is a guy who spends most of his life in a library. Maybe someone else should roll. Wait, just I saying. just may find like an orangutan nest made of books or something. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you roll? Unfortunately, my kids have discovered my dime. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I'm just searching here for what's left. I uh, just rolled roll for him, and I rolled a twenty. Oh, oh good. Uh, uh, um, so well, trust I got the judgment of the fourteen. So fourteen. Uh, Caleb, uh, you. Um, no, I I really didn't roll a twenty. I say we all roll. Let's roll. Okay, let's, let's all roll. just roll. Let's roll. Oh, I did roll a nineteen. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, Kellen, then, and uh, well, in fact, Lord Talfron with that roll as well. You both discover uh, you, you step off to the uh, the western edge of the road, and you discover that uh, somebody has, has clearly uh, in the past made camp here before. You can find the remains of a campfire um, with a couple of large trees uh, between you and the road, in particular. Um, other than that, there's not really. A lot going on in the area. That's there's, you know, there's no caves or there's no buildings or anything. But you reckon um, you know this site is going to be as good as, as any that you you're going to be able to find. Uh, it certainly looks like somebody else has spent an unmolested night here, which is as good a sign as you could wish for. Let's stay here. I say we stay stay here, and, and maybe like the watch could like climb up the tree to have a you know a higher a visibility of the surrounding landscape. Okay, mm, sounds good. In the mists. Ooh, I, what I really meant was, I'm going to hide up a tree, and I'm going to use that <laughs> as an excuse for protecting y'all. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So who is who's going to take first watch? I'll do that. Okay. Um, and anyone else? Is it? Is it? Um, sorry. Like, like, should, like, should, like, like, like two uh, watches? Is that what I think? Like two watches, two on, two off, something like that. Okay, that's really up to yourself. Uh, it can be one, one okay. at a time if you want. Well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want to miss an opportunity to, to, to chin wag with my, my friend Kellen, like we have so much to catch up on. Okay. So, <laughs> Kellen and Jean taking first watch, everyone else? Yep. I'm being Have treated a, a lot differently ever since I swam and <laughs> got my grime off me. Nah, you're, you're a friendly fellow now. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, are we... I'll, are we... I'll... Master Sana, do you want to take second watch with me? We'll divide the night in two. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Okay. All right. um, Lord Talfin burrows down to sleep the first fire of the night. Sure. Are, we, are you lighting a fire tonight? I don't know. It seems like rather risky. Can we... Um, Fireball. Like... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have a fire after all. Uh, but but I, I, I will take the watch if you don't mind... Master McGregor, go up in the tree. Is that all right with you? Yes. So I'll be on a low branch with my legs hanging off near the fire so I can enjoy the light and talk to you and watch the others sleep and scamper away if things go awry. Are you, are you going to climb a tree? Yes, I do. Do you want to take I a, will. Um, I am. I'll take an athletics check for me, please. Is it like a plus it's acrobatics? Uh, so athletics. Um, Athletics. Um, uh, we'll say 13. 13. Yeah, okay, actually. You managed to, to um, get... It's a bit hard going, but you managed to get about 10 feet off the ground. Um, um, just a, a nearby pine. 
So you're happy enough to perch up there. Callan, what are you doing? Um, I'm not lighting a fire. Do we light a fire or no? I say we don't light a fire. I, I agree with the man. It's our watch. No fire. Although I would suggest, why don't we light a fire, say, 100 feet away? Oh, that's a good idea. And so if the Vistani come after us in the middle of the right. night, they'll go to the right. fire and we can run away. Do we know anyone who can throw I, I fire can, 100 feet? I can throw continuously fireballs. They could range 120 feet in every direction. Like a sprinkler. Like a sprinkler. We don't want to no. be surrounded. No. They might not even approach them if they think we're an army. Ah, it'll just burn down the whole forest. <laughs> with us in the middle of it. I, did, I don't know. That's not. I think I'm good we really need to sleep. One, one fire. As a distraction. just grumbles and turns back over and goes back to sleep. His help is clearly not wanted here. Uh, I think okay. he's an arsonist, honestly. I so think. we have Jean in the tree, Kellen below the tree. Is that right? Yes. Below the tree, and yes. Are we going with the fire idea or not? No fire, no because fire. we couldn't help get him to, to do it with us, and we're just going to skip I can go, I can run, you know, 100 feet away and light a fire. You can? Well, let's see it. All right. Okay. Do yes. I need to roll something? No, no, just pile up a few twigs, light a fire, head back, head back to Jean. Yep. That was incredible, sir. I, I, I didn't think you could do Did it. I level up? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, guys, do you want to take perception checks for me? Yes, yes. 20! I really did roll a 20. <laughs> I, I really rolled a 6. <laughs> so, Jean, I think Jean is probably uh, too distracted by just the novelty of being on a tree in the first place. So, it's. Uh, Whee! <laughs> because that's, that's pretty much what's going on uh, inside his head. Facing He's, inwards, not um, outwards. So, Ken, <laughs> you're aware. You know, you're just you're just away from the road. You, you, you know, you you're aware. There's no movement really on the road at all. Um, everyone else seems to settle down quite quickly. Irina seems to go to sleep basically as soon as her head hits the floor. Um, you know, she's been particularly tired today um, after practicing with Master Summer the previous night. Um, oh, I was going to say particularly tired, like she's lost blood at some point and is now fainting. No, pale. she's she's knackered because she's not used to whacking things with a sword. So, um, Karen, you are aware though, as the as your watch goes on, um, of a, a particularly pungent odor. Um, sorry, His own. It's, it's not you, Kellen. Oh dear, you all right? Okay, I'm I'm alive. All right, uh, something so, stinks. Yeah, uh, and it's coming from the west, from deeper in the trees. Uh, Kevin, I, what, what did you have for dinner? I'm, I'm... <laughs> we eat a lot of beans in the land I come oh, from. Oh lord, lord, lord! Does the um, the smell seem to be getting stronger? It is. It is. And actually, as you keep looking for it, you are aware of uh, movement out there in the dark. Stop eating beans. <laughs> uh, how can I perceive uh, roughly? Yeah, no, you, no, you're how you're, far you're, away? Hundred, hundred feet away. There's, there's uh, multiple somethings uh, moving uh, slowly, uh, and you are fairly convinced they are coming towards you. Wake, wake, wake them up! Wake them up! Wake, wake everyone up! Do something! I'm gonna wake everyone up. 
Nice. Okay. There's a foul wind <laughs> coming our way, and it's not me. <laughs> For once. Is it? Is it from the road? Um, Those trees yeah. over there. No. Oh, and uh, as everyone rises, uh, Irina, uh, she looks straight to to Master Sonna and she says, hey, "Do you have? Is there a weapon? Do I need to defend myself?" I don't know. Uh, better to be ready. Do you still have the uh, dagger from Jean? She reaches under uh, the, the blanket that she, she was using as a pillow and she, she draws it out. And just as she does this, you hear a, a groaning uh, coming uh, from the west. Uh, and as um, that happens, um, four figures um, become visible because of the, um, the, the distant light from the, the fire that you guys have lit. Um, starting to, you know, moving through the, the trees and you can see four human-like figures staggering towards you but there's something wrong with their faces there the flesh on their faces seems to be rotting off, it's almost as if corpses are, are walking to attack you, so if you'd like to roll for initiative please Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our Crit Faced fan group.